This podcast was brought to you by Speak Spokane, a community-driven podcasting studio space where people from all walks of life can speak and be heard. Follow along with us on Instagram at Speak Spokane and visit speakpodcasting.com to learn more about starting your podcasting journey today. kids are asleep and it's official the kids are indeed asleep i'm here with my pretty hot and tempting wife fat you might call her <laughs> you might call it phat oh that's <laughs> wild haven't heard that in a while and genius wife oh wow that's too much abby pointer how are you doing this fine evening hello i am good thank you it's friday night it's friday it feels like friday it feels it's good i'm good does it feel all right Friday night and it feels all right. Yeah, feels um, good. Yeah, I'm. We had a good night. I had a great night. It was a good night. Uh, well, as always, thank you so much for listening to our show. But as always, please go to Apple Podcasts, give us those five star reviews, and if you're enjoying the show, and I know you are because you text us and tell us that you are, share it with your friends. That's the only way we're going to become millionaires at podcasting. We had a couple of people share it last week, which I really appreciated. Um, Amber shared it. Elisa shared it. Oh, that's nice. Um, and I loved that. And I, of course, then shared them. And it was just fun because, like I said last time, uh, I think, that um, I get that if it's a little dicey to share it with people because it's not, like, PG rated. So if you don't want to share it, you can always just, like, text some friends it. We can. You know, whatever. I mean, we can keep it a little bit. No, I'm PG-13. not going to do that because okay. I'm not going to do that. And I get that if you don't want to share it with your grandma, but like your grandma's choosing to be on Insta. So I, whatever. I, I was going to ask this question. To who do are we, you asking? Do we cuss excessively on this show? Uh, gratuitously? Yes. No. Yeah, you listen to the show. Yeah, I think that sometimes I do, but I think it's funny. Like, I think it's the same way I talk in real life. I think like there's certain times in life I... I cuss gratuitously in life in the same way I would cuss here. Like where Mm. it's just like, Oh fuck that. Like I think it adds some flavor sometimes. I don't like, I think, I think we've gotten better. I think the very first couple episodes I was like being super extra. And then you look back and you're like, that's not that funny. It's kind of a turnoff, you know? So I think it's norms to the amount that I pretty much cuss in real life. Yeah, for sure. Well, how did the, how did tonight go? How did bedtime go? Well, you were here for bedtime tonight, which was nice. That was nice. Yeah. That makes me feel like like a well, absentee, the last couple of weeks though makes me sound like an absentee father. Well, the last couple of weeks you had said like you weren't here because specifically you had something going on, and mm. um, so it was okay. Me and Link got, got in a little bit of a fight. Mm. He didn't like the book I picked, and he's like, and I was like, okay, well, this is what I picked. We did, you know. I will say, Good Night Moon <laughs> is not a kid. <laughs> book that you read to five-year-olds what do you read it to i don't know they need a little bit more they need more fuck that i hate that like star wars they need more substance okay but he could have they need a story he could have played that card better is all i'm saying come at me with a better attitude it's workable come at me with what he came at me with good night love you and i said you want a hug you want what he said of course not wow what a dick i know and i said okay love you See you tomorrow. Our son is becoming a real asshole, I feel like. I think he's having a moment. Um, how was your bad time experience? 
It was good. I read Jack and the Beanstalk. Good classic. It's a weird book. Is it weird? Yeah, it's like basically a a kid grows a beanstalk in his backyard and goes and steals all this shit from the giants. And what he, happens at the end? And then he kills the giant by cutting down the beanstalk. Why does that kill the giant? Because he falls off the beanstalk when he cuts it down when he's chasing after him. That's dark. But apparently the giant was stealing from the farmers like so, eggs or something like, who cares and so it was starving and so it was but he, but he was like living in a castle up in the sky where he has a geese at least golden eggs he has like a harp that sings to i think him. everyone needs to revisit jack and the beanstalk gold coins like there's this he has all this stuff and he's not sharing it with anyone and he's stealing from people and but then so, jack was stealing from him exactly okay rob, i'm gonna need to revisit this rob book. from the rich and give to the poor right okay, robin hood Weirdo. <laughs> I, I, I didn't really get that. I don't really. I don't. <laughs> you don't understand there, the premise of no, the story. There's no moral of the story. Like, there's no like. Okay, well, that makes sense. You steal from people who steal from you. <laughs> Good. Vigilante <laughs> justice. It works really well. <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah, but yeah, I thought bedtime went. Good. It's the per usual that you read them a book, you put them on story, and you think like, there's no way this is gonna work. And then you're like, oh, fuck, you're asleep. <laughs> They're tired, man. You it know? should be. It's 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, totally. The, the, the other day I was talking to this person about bedtime with their kids. Ew, do they go to sleep at like 6? They go to bed at like 7.30. Yeah, that's like a lot of kids. And I'm like, 7.30? Like, how can you raise a, a proper adult like that? <laughs> it's a very healthy bedtime. <laughs> it's definitely what time like mine... Um, our nep- our nieces are going to bed. I mean, I'm definitely getting judged right now. It's cool. I, I'm just joking. It, I I admire people who can get their kids to bed at 7:30. All right. <laughs> so, how was your week, Bren? Status quo. More podcasting. More busy. More. Are, wait, are you still running? Or more running. Mm, more running. Oh, more. I would say it's equal running. I'm not actually adding miles. I'm actually. So you're running. You're podcasting. You're working a lot. Mm. You're happy. You're contributing to your community. We. I am. Anything new? I mean, I did get. I it. like your answer of status quo. To be fair, like I don't want you to go ad nauseum about podcasting. I will say I have two things I want to add to what happened this week for us. One, we bought a treadmill <laughs> for the, for our basement. We finally did it. We went and bought a treadmill and. I'm really excited. I think I'm going to like it. Well, because you run in the elements, though, but I have gotten a little fair weather running. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to. Like, I'll run in the middle of the day if it's like, oh, it's pretty nice. And But I'm not trying to go out, you know, gangbusters all the time when it's cold, really chilly. Right. Um, so I'm excited about getting the treadmill. I'm excited. We need the outlet fixed. We, but we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, it's a call for help. <laughs> Come, come and fix, come our, and outlet. fix our outlet. We need this weird outlet that can only be, the mm. treadmill can only have. Uh, oh, God. I forgot what the other thing I was going to share. There's okay, two so things the treadmill we're, we're excited about. We're very excited about it. I got two other things. You have three things. <laughs> I got three things. My friend Matt produced a video for Speak Spokane. It's an amazing video. It's on my Facebook page. I'm going to post it all over social media I'm tomorrow. I'm very excited about it. It's so on, cool. On Saturday. Um and uh yeah go watch that it's it's a really cool video and it features some of our people in our studio and talks about what we're all about and i was really excited to see that today it looks really legit like that was my first thought is like Mm. it kind of just solidifies like 
you're not some like janky operation here. Right. You know, and like then when I didn't even know Matt did it, who's he literally took our wedding photos. Mm. He's a good friend. We know like if I he's obviously a very great craftsman. He's like a great craft has great as craft. But when you told me that he did that, I was like, Of course he did. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It it was cool. And it has like Spokane, like has the clock tower, it has the pavilion. It's it's very, it's very Spokane. It's very cool. And then finally, my, my God, I think this is like the seventh thing. My favorite, my favorite thing about this week that I just found out about that I just showed you the trailer for <gasps> is that they're bringing <gasps> back Mighty Ducks into a Disney Plus series called. Wait, it's a series? Yeah, it's a series. And it's Emilio Estevez and then Lauren Graham. And Lauren Graham, obviously, from Parenthood and. She's pr- the Gilmore other Girl. Gilmore Girls, which she's, she's probably more famous for. Um, and uh, I was just very excited to see that there. That trailer. I don't know where you saw that trailer. We'll post the trailer. Can we post the trailer on our Possibly, Insta? Possibly, yeah. Um, I was riveted and I was like, ugh, Lauren Graham. Okay, don't like that, but I'm I'm still in. I'm still in. I'm watching and they're like, well, we need to find a coach. I'm like, I literally, I'm so dumb. I don't understand how Hollywood works. I'm like, who's it going to be? And then I'm like, oh, Emilio. It's going to be Emilio. Um. Side note, Emilio looks exactly the same as he did in 1992. It's like Encino Man, like they ice cubed him and brought him back. He's not well. There's no way he should look like that. I just really hope at some point we see Joshua Jackson and Marguerite Moreau. (laughs) Fuck, I could do without Marguerite Monroe. She's been (laughs) in every TV show since 1992. But I was just talking to my friend like the other day because she was referring to Percy in Dawson's Creek. And I'm like... Oh, no, 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 no. That's not how I know Joshua Jackson. Like, he's fucking Charlie. Charlie? He's Charlie. Who does people Do people think of him like that? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Weird. That's... Particularly people of our generation. Not everyone was in the Mighty Ducks. I just interviewed someone on my podcast who worked on Dawson's Creek, did makeup for them. This guy named Chris Lanston. He did makeup on Dawson's oh, Creek. Oh, like Katie Holmes. Michelle Williams. I have no idea who did makeup Get on. Get more. We might need to invite this. Did you watch Dawson's Creek? No. Because I didn't, I mean, I know about it in the I sense that I... never watched WB. Never watched WB. Oh, that's a really broad statement. Never watched it. You're right. I never, but was that what Buffy was on yeah. too? Yeah. Was, was not, a, not a channel I was watching in the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> we were past that. Yeah. That's funny. How was right? your week, honey? Um, my week was good. You know, I will say that... I was more highly functioning this week than last. Mm. So last week or two weeks ago or whatever, um, I had a little bit of a 2020 meltdown, which I know everyone, well, I'm assuming everyone has had at one point or the other in the last eight months, nine months of just like fucking over it, you know? And so this week, this present week, I actually really got some more bearings. Like I really did better. I was better at working out. I my work picked up where I was feeling kind of energized. Mm. That was good. Um, the other thing that happened this week, like I was doing morning workouts. I got out for a couple of runs. And as a part of my couple of runs, I was able to listen to a couple more podcasts. So on Monday morning, you told me, oh, Abby, we've got some good ones. We've got some good ones. Amazing and, ones. Um, so the list you gave me was, this is our kind of general rundown. I'm just going to tell you, Brennan, and we can talk about what you listened to and what you didn't. Okay. So... Um, armchair expert, obviously my numero uno had Natalie Portman. Mm. Um, Mark Marin, your numero uno had Zach Braff, and Smartless, a combination of we I think we like it equally had Ricky Gervais. Yes, I listened to all of them. 
That's that's awesome. I didn't listen to the whole thing of all of them, of course, because right. my attention span is limited. But I listened to quite a bit of all of them. Did you, what did you listen to? I listened to Smartless with uh, Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes and Will Arnett and Ricky Gervais, Gervais is Gervais. a fucking genius. Ricky right? Gervais was amazing. Okay, I He's told just, you heard and I no, you can. I just want to preface no. it with you asked me like, did you love it? And I was like. That you told me as good as the Conan episode. It, it was better. And I hesitated. And the reason I hesitated is because I was like, he was so serious. Well, I feel like that was what was good about the... I, I, I He's feel like, so smart. I feel like they actually got into asking him yeah. questions about stuff. And like, whereas the Conan show just kept on kept on going off into like... Conan's just always doing a bit. He's always on. He's always doing a bit. And that, that was what he talked about in the show. He's like, he's always trying to do a bit. No matter what I actually think they were always trying to do a bit with Ricky Gervais, but he had an agenda and he said what he wanted to say. Yeah. He was very, very smart. And I just don't know him at all. He was amazing. Mm. He's fucking funny. It made me really miss our best British friend, Rob. That's true. Because the stuff he said, like he was like, that was, that's mental. And I'm like, oh, I love this. Like the little, he probably like seven things he said. I was just like. I need to talk to Rob. Yeah, I <laughs> like mean, our British friend. It's just, just like that. Meant those terminology is just so delightful when you don't hear it enough. Yeah, I, I, I think him and Rob come from like a similar area in England, and they so that's must. and so that's why they have similar like they sound similar cadence, like the same cadence and stuff like that. But yeah, it was it. It did make m- he was miss smart, Rob. but he was he's a. I mean, I won't, I, I won't go as far as to say he's a genius. He probably is, but like he's just a he's a interesting comic and he's not like a he's not this type of comic that is very like trying to go for like really he's not going for the banana peel yeah exactly he's very he thinks about what he's trying to say he's he wants to be a little bit offbeat but he still wants to like talk about something that's important okay i have a question for you though yeah. do you think it's a buzzkill when it com- when you hear a comic talking about how hard comedy is because this happened when we listened to like Aziz Ansari a couple years ago. And like, he's like, I'm working on this joke and I'm working on material. And it's like, they're so serious. And you're like, I thought you were just fucking funny. But I feel like, and it's exhausting. I feel like, Aziz, it's funny. I feel like Aziz Ansari comes across sometimes as being not funny when he talks. That's how I felt like Rich, Ricky was. No, I felt opposite. I feel like Ricky Drace is always on and he's always down to make a joke. He's but al- he's like talking he's about, they work on the material for years. Of course. And then that makes me feel like it's not that funny. Like what, I are you, you what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, I mean, they're funny, but they're coming up with things that like they're, they're testing things they're, all the time. I know. That's exhausting. That's what people do. That's not a buzzkill for you. That's what no. I'm asking. I mean, that's what I'm doing with this podcast. Oh I mean, my God. Then you're you're testing your well, comedy. I'm not testing my comedy. Uh, I'm testing my podcasting skill. Like I'm just like I do multiple podcasts so I can test. I guess my but podcasting I think when skills. I'm at like a very basic level. I'm just thinking like this person's very funny, and I'm not ever thinking about all the work that goes into it. Mm. So when they like articulate the work that goes into it, I'm like, oh well, now it's boring. <laughs> like now this isn't your actual job. Fuck mm. that. How was Natalie Portman? Oh, she was cute. She was really normal. Mm. Like, too normal. Oh, it's interesting. I listened to Zach Braff. You listened to Natalie Portman. I listened to Zach Braff, too. But, but Natalie... They were both um, Jewish theater geeks. From- <laughs> and and they both were in Garden State. Yeah. Do you is, know that he wrote her... Uh, you know, he wrote her yeah, role. He was cute, though. He was great. I haven't heard from him for, since Garden State. 
What's he? I didn't. I didn't get to the end. Like I don't know what he's we doing never, now. We never. We never watched Scrubs, which apparently went on for nine years. Didn't know that. And he's probably just been living off checks from Scrubs for his entire life because when you're on a sitcom and it goes uh, syndication, like you just keep on getting paid by that. So he he's, was cute though. I like that he was from New Jersey because I have a really good friend from New Jersey. Yeah, he was great. I, I really. I he's, think were, he's too norm. I think he's he like was um, not doing anything for me. He th- was too norm. I think that's what I like about him though is that he's a celebrity who is. I don't even very, think he's a celebrity anymore. Very everyone who knows who Zach Braff is. Not everyone. Most, Most people. people know who Zach Braff is. Your mom. Judy's going to have to Google this. I mean, like... Love you, Judy. If you were 20-something in the mid-2000s, like, you know who okay, Zach... Okay, so this scope. Like, this I will, scope I will, I will say that Garden State is, like, one of my fav- like favorite romantic comedies. I love that movie. I remember watching that movie with you. I'm making just, a like, really weird pursed lip face right now because I, I don't believe this. I remember crying in that movie. That's saying a lot. Or is it not saying that? <laughs> um, but we sarcasm. You, Read about you it. You missed the best show because how did I, I miss a ba- You told me on Monday morning, and I fucking ticked them off. I went on a snow mm. walk today. I went on two runs. I found literally with Rob Lowe. You have to pick and choose those, and, and he, if you, do, I usually look every week. Well, who was on it? Catherine O'Hara. Shut up. Catherine this O'Hara. is for a Shit's Creek fan. If you're not a Shit's Creek fan, go get a cocktail right now and come back. Yeah. And, and you're going to need a couple minutes. Catherine O'Hara is... She's also from Home Alone. Freaking amazing. Yeah. Is she weird? Who doesn't know who Catherine O'Hara is? Um, honey, a lot of, a lot of people don't yeah. have um, celebrities' names on the tip of their tongue. So Catherine O'Hara... Besides Moira and Shit's Creek. Mom in... Mom in Home Alone. Home that's Alone. all you need to And know. then she's in a bunch of Christopher Guest movies, like Waiting for Guffman. I don't know if she's in that. Oh, that's but her like, spiel? Um, but then she's in the um, Best of Show, Best in Show, and then a couple other Christopher Guest movies that are just like the mockumentary style gotcha. movies. And she's just, she's amazing in those. Was she funny? On, I think Rob Lowe is like when I watched Caitlyn Jenner, or when I heard Caitlyn Jenner, it was like, and you just really have to pick the people you want to listen to. Mm. So she was good though. Was she funny? Yeah. Was she I mean, weird? No, not at all. Not at all. She's very normal. She's so weird in Shit's Creek. It's hard for me to even like her. Yeah, she, her character in Shit's Creek is really amazing. out there. Mora is like an amazing character. That that is a good segue because we have not talked about Shit's Creek at all. We're gonna go there. We're not, I don't know if we need to go we there. We can go there because she made a good point. Who's she? Catherine me O'Hara. Me or Moira? Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> and she said, "Thank." She said, "Thank God for COVID." <laughs> because uh, people are telling all their friends about Shit's Creek because of, like I think that's what happened to Ozarks too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 like the last season came out in the last like couple months, and people just like they won all the Emmys, and people are just really been taken in all. There's so much like swag when I've been like local shopping. There's like mugs and stickers and magnets. And I love it, but if you, it's like you either like are into it or you're not. I'm, and I've been telling everyone to watch Shit's Creek. It's just, it's the best sitcom of the right now. <gasps> wow! Like it's such a good show. It's so it has such a good heart. And it's for those who don't know, the premise of it is that this rich family gets they they go bankrupt, and then they have to move to this town that they bought as a joke and they move into a motel 
called. I forgot what the motel's called. And uh, but they move into this motel, and it's a it's a it's, like it's a family. Probably. It's a family of four. It's a mom and dad, and then two kids, David and Alexis. And David is amazing. He's one of the best TV characters of all time. He is a flamboyant gay man, and he is just amazing. Unapologetic. Unapologetic, and it, like uh, his rea- I don't like your outfit. His reactions to things are just amazing. Alexis is just like a, I would say like a Kim Kardashian socialite type of person. Like, but like really they're very being, it's very. So one of the best things is that, um, I don't, I mean, again, Brennan's really into like talking about the plot of everything. But I just want to tell it's people pretty what it's dry, about. But it like, doesn't matter because either watch it or don't. But like the fun thing is, is they like name drop all the time. She's like always like, well, when I was twelve and I was traveling in Vietnam and I had to break into the room of like the I'm gonna say emperor. <laughs> like, like she just says all these crazy things and it's like they just name drop shit all the time. Like mm. sorry, when Kim Kardashian wanted to throw a bachelorette, I didn't like bust out on the private plane like just crazy stuff and it's just like a very it's a very fish out of water story like it's they place these rich people in this boat but it always town, ends heartwarming but it's very heartwarming it's so in from the beginning to the end which we're in right now like it's just like it's just i can't watching, even think of a person that i wouldn't recommend it to it's it, it's for everyone like i'm talking about like some podcasts i listen to that i'd be like I could recommend this to three people, you know, and not anyone else. And I think of other things. I'm like, so-and-so might like this. When I think of Shit's Creek, I definitely could say I could recommend it to every everyone. Yeah. I, I, and the other thing that we love, of course, is that the episodes are 20 minutes. They're 20. Because we are still, to be fair, one of us is still falling asleep during, by one of us, I mean Brennan, is usually falling asleep during one of them. And they're 20 minutes. Now, last night. Like, picture of us trying to get through a 45-minute episode of something. Yeah, so, sh- I mean... We've been pretty much dying to talk about Shit's Creek. We, yeah. When as we, you can tell have, from Brennan's um, verbal diarrhea that just happened about Shit's Creek. I want to give people the plot that let them know what this what this show's about. No one needs to know that. Just, like, it's a hit. Fucking try it. Do I don't it. need to know the plot of anything. Do it up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we will be right back in about five minutes. I need to do a little refill. Refill, and uh, we'll be back with more. The kids are asleep. Marshall's Creek. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Abby, what what is your clickbait for this week? So my clickbait is, I think. So I've been thinking about how much I miss going out. And um, uh, my clickbait is most order brunch foods. Mm. So I'm going to preface it with this is not like a factual list. This is pretty casual. But when you think about brunch, like I just know that we love brunch. And you've been been missing brunch. Do you miss brunch? Of course. Who doesn't miss brunch? Well, I don't know. Some I mean, people I don't, don't care don't, about I, it. You know, I, I would say we would go at least once a month. I think brunch is probably one of those. I don't those. think we'd go more than twice, but I think we'd go one to two times a month. It's a very millennial thing, wouldn't you it's say? It's pretty bougie. It's pretty bougie. And like, yeah, you're not, not a lot of people 
are doing it. Like, if you go to San Francisco, every fucking place is having a brunch. Yeah. Having bottomless mimosas. Oh, my God. I remember walking through San Francisco seeing all those signs. And everywhere is doing brunch. And I feel like Spokane has picked up on the brunch scene, like, in the last four years. Like... It's become mm-hmm, it's become mm-hmm. a lot it's become a lot more hip here in Spokane. Yeah, but even like the kids the other day when well, we went on a hike, and the last time we went on a hike, we um, went to our favorite brunch place afterwards, Elliot's, and then we went on a hike a couple weeks ago. Like, I wish Elliot's was open. And I was like, me too, because wow. like that's like a it's it just it's like traditional, you know. It's like yeah. I mean, I get that brunch is bougie, but it's the same. It's no different than when you would go to Denny's. With your parents or IHOP or whatever, you know, mm, you know, it's a, the the concept. But what do you think? So I only have eight on brunch foods, and and this is why it struck me as just like we're not, we have not eaten out in a bit in that's a true, fucking yeah. minute. That's so true, and that is not our Emma. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I just wanted to get your take on brunch food. So eight to one, you can give me like what you think the most popular is. Or you can just kind of take a stab in the dark. Eggs Benedict. That is number four. Wow. And how do you feel about Eggs Benedict? I've never really had one. Okay, so this is what I don't think I I articulated. Is that not only is this not a factual list, but it's more just like for conversation. Yeah. So Eggs Benedict, you've never had... What? I, what? I feel like I might have had bites of it. But do you like, know what it is? Tell me if you were like, you're on a game show. And I'm like, Brennan, describe in a paragraph what Eggs Benedict is. It's like, give me the, give me seven ingredients. Eggs, hollandaise sauce, mm-hmm. biscuits, or English muffins. Correct, correct. I'll give so you that. Three, um, some type of paprika. Yep. Um, Is there a meat? I don't know. Is there it's a usually meat? a Canadian bacon. Oh, Canadian bacon. But like, what's the but the hollandaise sauce? I don't. What's in the hollandaise People sauce? People are very into the hollandaise sauce. I mean, like. People, uh, it's so but extra. I feel like Eggs Benedict is like a thing. People like oh, like, people that order Eggs Benny. Go you mean eat, a Benny? Go eat. Oh, it, I'll eat, get the Benny. And they eat it everywhere else. Uh huh. Like, but we do that with certain things. Yeah, like I do it with like creme brulee. Exactly, that was my thought. A creme brulee, a Bloody Mary. How's your Bloody Mary? How's your Long Island? Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> we're very bougie. Yeah, we're, all of ours are drinks. It's cute. Um, but Eggs Benny is definitely a thing. Like, how's their Eggs Benny? But, like, because the hollandaise sauce, people are really into it because it's pretty particular. I think it takes... It's a buttery, lemony situation. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't love it, but I think I like it on the menu. I think I like it. And it's pretty... It, it, mm. I don't like having to, like, have the egg on the English muffin and cut the English muffin. Mm. It's a turn off. So, anyways, that's number four. And I, the reason I picked this list is I feel like it's accurate in its ranking. Like, I think that's probably a number four. Like, it's very popular, but it's not number one. It's not number eight. Okay. What else do you think is popular on a brunch menu? Biscuits and gravy. Not on here. What? Proceed. I don't want to fight about that one. Um, it's a battle I don't want to fight. French toast. Where do you think French toast is? Because I will tell you, a lot of people do not make French toast. Like... I feel like you and I both grew up like you just make French toast at home. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people don't make French toast at home. And I think they only order it out. Okay. Three. Number one. That's okay. I mean, people that, also love carbs. Yeah. 
I mean, I, was, I, I will say that the French toasts that I've had at brunch places are always so amazing. I just never want to eat them because it's so much. It's so It's so much bread. It's so much bread. It's bread, egg, and Like, you're not going to not be happy. You're not going to not be happy, but you're going to be fucking full when you're done with it. Like, you need some protein. Like, I need some protein. I mean, where's, is there, is there like a hash? Yeah, I would put that. There's like a scramble. Mm. I think a scramble is number six. I'm mean, talking about eight out of yeah. eight. A scramble is really good. Number um, three is a breakfast burrito. Yeah, which you really like. I like. I love a breakfast burrito. I mean, I, I love a breakfast burrito smothered. And stuff. yeah, I think it needs to be smothered. Uh, what's like the low end of the list? Waffles. Oh yeah, but it's only eight. If like you had fifteen, chicken and waffles. By the time you get to eleven, you're like an oatmeal. Yeah. You know. Waffles, um, a scramble, pancakes. Pancakes, yeah. You know our pro tip on pancakes. What's that? Get one. Get one. So order all your meals. Yeah. Because no one needs pancakes as part of their meals. Because you order pancakes and you end up that person. This is what happens to me as a little fatty. Is you think you're just getting like some pancakes, some eggs, some sausage and hash browns. And then they bring you like three plates. That right. is the worst scenario. It is. And it happens at a diner every time. Every, every and time. And they bring your plate and it's like, I didn't picture that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't picture all these plates in front of me. I didn't picture me having three plates. And now I feel terrible about myself. And like, so I think what like we realize is like, don't fuck with the pancake. And then just get a pancake for the table. I don't know if this is COVID appropriate. No, it's not. But if you're a family, it is. Like we could sure. still get a pancake. So it's like you all order a meal, and you don't, and you want, but you want that. You all order a savory, mm. and then you get that pancake in the middle, and a quarter of a diner pancake. Perfect. Perfect. It's so sweet. That is a that is a cake. It's not even a butter and some syrup. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, where does a traditional breakfast fall in this? A traditional breakfast falls in about like a number five. Okay. Yeah. Like eggs, bacon. Yeah. Like, what am yeah. I missing in this? Do you place? ever get that? Yeah, sometimes. Um, they have bagels in it, which I don't agree no, with. That's a New York thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omelet, number two. Okay. Well, there's so many omelets. Yeah, so but like, that's why it gets number yeah. two because like omelets a crowd pleaser. There's three eggs. There's some cheese. There's some meat and veggie. Have you ever gone to a, an omelet bar? gross oh no like in a hotel yeah yeah of course it's fun you like give them all the mixings the only thing i don't like about an omelet is i don't like the fold why not i don't want it folded into a pocket i want it all scrambled up mm. so that I, I shy away from an omelet omelet because i feel like sometimes it gets brown on the outside you don't like the brown no one wants a brown egg that's true yeah right okay so um numero section two of clickbait okay is cocktails oh my god breakfast so, cocktails okay so we miss brunch but god knows we miss belling up to a bar and ordering a cocktail more than brunch so i don't know if anyone knows this but we love ourselves a cocktail and i particularly love bellying up i mean we to a bar i will say like it's literally been probably almost 10 months since we've gone and had a happy hour yeah like i've gotten some i got an old-fashioned in a jar last week Mm. Week to the day. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. And now I have that jar. And I'm like, 
I look at it and I'm like, you're not the same without an old fashioned in it. Like it was so good to have someone make you a cocktail. Like that's fine that you can make cocktails. But I was also interested. So the article I got was, I'm just going to give you the context was from Esquire. Okay. And it was very recent. And it was saying, I get a men's, everyone knows Esquire is. And I understand, like Esquire was saying, I understand you're not totally like filling up the bar right now, but if, and when you're ordering cocktails, these are the top 15. And they were, from like the facts of what the world, like the facts of bars, yeah, that they were gathering them. So of course these aren't 2020 because people aren't ordering, you know, in 2020 you're ordering like the whatever you can get. But so I have 15 of them. Okay. So just go. Martini. Okay, martini is really high up. It's like number four. Okay. Old fashioned. Old fashioned is number one. God, people. Do are you think that's true? So basic. So my cousin, also a faithful listener, Jesse, is a professional bartender, and she told me I should do this list last week. Um, and so I'm gonna gut check this against her, but I think it's. I felt like this list is real. I I want to know, like, did the because did, you should order an old fashioned. Did, I was happy with these did, because people are ordering good drinks. Like, There's some on here that I'm very shocked at. Did I want to know if Mad Men like really changed the game in the old fashioned because like I started old ordering old fashions probably about 10 years ago when I watched Mad Men for the first time. And for those who don't know, Mad Men is a TV show about everyone should watch Mad Men is a TV show about like an advertising agency in the sixties. I feel about Mad Men the same as Schitt's Creek. There's no demographic. I wouldn't recommend right. that too. But the main character, Don Draper always orders an old fashioned. Is that when you started drinking? And that's it? when I started drinking old fashions. And that's You're when so basic. And that's when everyone started drinking old fashions. This is when Mad Men started coming back around. Like I, I want to know if like Mad so Men. I'm gonna say what an old fashioned has in it. Okay. So it's literally the other thing about all these cocktails is they're so simple. It's so funny. Like it's just literally whiskey, bitters, mm. sugar, and club soda, which I don't think every old fashioned has club soda. Okay, give me a guess at number two. So you got number one. So number two is something we bought a cocktail kit of. I don't think you ever drink it, but it's a little bit funky. Is it whiskey sour? No, um, no, but that's on here. Whiskey sour and is number five. And whiskey sour is whiskey, lemon, sugar, and egg white. Yeah. And I went to a bar this summer with ivy <laughs> super cute and the guy's like i think you need a whiskey sour and i was like that sounds weird and then i'm like fine do it and he brought me the most beautiful thing because that egg white on top is like frothy mm. it's really cute so it, it this list in general makes me happy that the point of this list is that people are still buying cla- they're ordering mm. classic cocktails so that's number five of 15 have you when's the last time you ordered a whiskey sour Never. But this is a good whiskey sour. So you're not going to your local dive I bar. I don't like anything with an egg white in it. But you're not go- going to your local dive bar and ordering a whiskey sour. This has got to be like a bougie place. Yeah. Like, it's like I don't... The, it's the, the, the egg white's all about the mouthfeel. It's feel. frothy. It's about the mouthfeel. What do you think about the word frothy? I don't care about it. <laughs> okay. Um, Manhattan. Yeah, that's what I made. That's why I made that tonight because I had it. It's pretty low down there. Uh, Manhattan's basically a 
martini, but it's whiskey, right? Yeah, it is whiskey. Yeah, it's whiskey and vermouth and bitters, and it's number seven. Mm. So that's good. Scofflaw. It's not on there. But you know what I was shocked to find on there? Mojito. Mojito. I thought that was like a trending thing in like 2005. No. It's still on there, number is it, eight. Is a daiquiri on there? Daiquiri is on there, but guess what the real definition of a daiquiri is? Because what I, do you I, picture a daiquiri? God, I, wish I, just, I, I wish I knew. What do you right. picture a daiquiri being? It's a, I would say most people would, would think of it as a blended drink, but really a daiquiri is probably something with rum in it and... It has it's rum, something with sugar fruit, and sugar. lime juice. Yeah, it's just it's shaken. Yeah, because you can do it with ice too, like yeah. The, like, this daiquiri, like the like, classic daiquiri. Because like, remember we did that cocktail class? Like they had all the different types of drinks that there uh-huh. are, and like a daiquiri is just a type of drink, like oh. like there's a, it's just a type of drink that you can do. I have a question for you. Yeah. Did you ever get like so when we were growing up? We would get virgin daiquiris. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> the, cl- the closest thing I ever got to anything virgin when I was a kid was probably a uh, a Shirley Temple, <laughs> which I know you also had. We literally would or- order virgin daiquiris. Like we, we would do blend vir- it like at Clinker Daggers, which is like a bougie place in Spokane. Mm-hmm. Like we're ordering virgin strawberry daiquiris. They probably cost like seven dollars. A huge glass of like a blended strawberry. We definitely or did, from vacation. We definitely did virgin margaritas at Rancho Chico. So you did. So you did. I mean that I mean you just said no and now you're saying yes. Margaritas. Same same day. Well that's the difference. You uh, got daiquiris and I got margaritas. Did you guess that Martini was number four? No, but I'm trying to think of what number one it would be. You already got number one, honey. What, what is it? Old fashioned. Oh, that's right. Sorry. So Martini, I was impressed that it was number four. Um, mojito, I was shocked. I was shocked. Sangria's on there? No. Oh, I'll tell you one that I didn't support. Cosmo? Aperol Spritz. Yeah. I, Have you tried it? That's a very trendy thing. Yeah, but people love people it. love their aperol. Even I feel like real drinkers. People really need to take, no, but I feel like real drinkers love their aperol. They love their aperol. But why? Because I wanted to like it. I was trying. Remember, we bought that bottle when we were gonna have a party, and then we we still have it because I'm like, I don't. Who's drinking this? It's so sweet. Can we can we shift this conversation to what I had at my 21st birthday? You want to pivot? Yeah, is Midori sour on Uh-oh. there? Oh, is it on there? Oh yeah, it's number one. Fucking it. So when I turned 21, I had zero friends that were 21. That's not true. I had two friends, two or three friends that were 21. Brennan's holding up a three and he's saying two. Four friends. It was Christian Woods. No one cares about their names. Okay. uh, Christian, Matt, Steve, and Mike. They took me to the casino here in Spokane. And Christian, who was about six years older than me. No one knew how to drink. No one had a drink at that point. He bought me a Midori Sour. Is it amazing? And it was like, oh, this is so amazing. Like, Midori Sour is so good. It's like Midori. It's like... Is um, Midori Midori's green? Like, yeah. apple It's like... Midori is like a liqueur. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It's basically a liqueur with sweet and sour. <laughs> and I don't know what the rest of it is. Because it's like... Midori is like literally like... Sugar. It's not even like a percentage of alcohol. It's like 10%. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a wine cooler. <laughs> right. And like, but he ordered me Midori Sours. And when you're like 21 and you're like drinking in the bars, like you're ordering Midori Sour, like I would, you know. Like he, they got your number. I literally just want to go, go to a bar right now and have a Midori Sour. Cause just cause like, I want to remember what that tastes like. Cause it probably tastes like freaking heaven. Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, is it, what are we missing on this list? Um, I'll tell you what we're missing. Because I'll tell you the flip side of your story just now is every 21-year-old pointer boy will come mm. to the bar and they will order Long Island. a Long Island. But not only will they order a Long Island, they will order a Long Island with Diet Coke and light on the sweet and sour. I get... I get and, s- and getting fucking a 21-year-old boy ordering that is... The cutest thing this in the is, world. This is like literally eight years ago. This is the cutest thing and in the world. And I mean, we still do it, so I'm not shitting on it. It's I mean, just, to I, have a 21-year-old little white boy order that is hilarious. I love going to a bar and asking for a Long Island because it is a very... You're stiff, like... It's a stiff It's drink. a big dick move. And, and talking to bartenders, I talked to a lot of bartenders. If you ask them about ordering a... Like, they're like, this person is not fucking around. And... They do not like making it. But I think they test you because they'll either make it good or they won't. And the only way to order a Long Island is if you order at the bar. Because if you order... You have to watch them. If you are sitting out in the dining room... Fuck that. Like, they will make it weak for you. It's and like, that's not, not what you want from a Long Island. You want a stiff drink. That's what it is. But it's really funny. Like, so like you said, like, you're used to 21 year Like, you being... I mean, bartenders, people in the hospitality industry are used to 21-year-old boys ordering some dumb-ass drinks. And then these boys, and I will literally say every one of these pointer boys, there's three of them, um, will say, I'll get a Long Island. And I'll get Diet Coke. And I'll, well, they don't all order Diet Coke and Light and Smooth Sour, but they'll get Long Island regardless. And the bitch is like, what? And I'm like, oh, okay. But like, And it's amazing because it's so funny. Every, basically, every drink I make... Now is like a take on a Long Island. Every the proportions, like four shots to one. <laughs> like not that's not. I mean, like I make like a Diet Coke or a Diet Mountain Dew with like vodka, or and I mix drink. Like it's just like every is is this a take on a Long Island? Yeah, it's we were. It's really great when we all go out and we all order Long Island. And we're just having every a, hoop pass. We're, we just having, we're just having a good old time. So it's so extra. It's, True pointer style, and we love it. I love it. I love a cocktail. We love like, it. I'm, I, I will say in all this, I really, really miss our. Oh yeah, I want to know this. Our, I really miss our rendezvous at the Peacock Lounge oh. because, like, me and Abby were working six blocks apart, and we would meet in the middle and meet at the Peacock Lounge, and we would have a dirty martini. It was always impromptu. I think that's the thing. And we'd like, have cashews. Hey, you in for this? And it's probably one of the reasons why every day during COVID, we, not every day, but <laughs> a, a lot of days during COVID, we come home and we'll have a dirty martini together and we'll have some cashews. And it's just like we sit, sit in our island and we just sip a martini and we talk about our days. It's, it's really special to us. Like, and that's, I think that's why we continue to do it. I guess yeah. this is a nice, and it's why it's sometimes why I crave a martini. It's I not think like, we just miss it so I miss, much. I miss having a nice like sit down with somebody, you or impromptu, a friend. Impromptu, easy. Yeah. 
It's not a big to do. It's like, let's go meet here. Like I literally like last week was somewhere and I was on in the area of a friend I'm not usually in the area of. And I was like, so should we have a drink here? And she's like, um, also that place is closed right now. And I'm like, fuck, did not think about that. And it was just such a bummer because it was just that really easy social volley of just like, can we meet here? That's cool. And like, that's literally what happened with me and you, Brennan. It's like, we're both, can we get off work? Do we have time? One of us has to go get the kids. Like we could have happy hour. We cannot do that anymore. Yeah. So now we're at home. Well, thanks for making me depressed. We cannot, we can neither go to brunch nor can we get cocktails. So now we need a dirty F this man. (laughs) All right. Now it's on you, buddy. So yeah. So the other, I will say one more thing. Um, I think we need rum in our life because after looking at this list, there's a dark and stormy, yep. which is rum. There's a French 75, which I can bastardize all day. Um, Bloody Mary can do that. Gimlet. That is not a cocktail that people order uh, at a bar. I think you have been to people for brunch. order that. And if they do order it past a certain time, I will judge them for it. I will call them out on it. Like no one's, No one should be ordering a, a you know what people a, a need to be Mary? ordering more of? What? A gimlet. What is it? Gin and juice. Mm. Uh-oh. It's gin and lime juice. Remember I had that one that, that one Is that what you were making earlier? No, you weren't making yeah, that Yeah, I'm always making that. <laughs> 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 no, but that's good. That's a gimlet. And Aperol, we don't care. Mojito, we don't care. Yeah. So anyways, it was... I loved it. That's great. I like it. I like those lists. What do you got for me? I got a question that I need to ask you because I think it's a very, I feel like, I mean, I can't believe I've never, this is like a question for the ages. Oh my God. I don't know why you're thinking this makes me feel comfortable. Like it's not a question that is going to make you uncomfortable at all, but it's a question that makes you think because we're tied to this device in our everyday life and we always have to use it every day now. And if you had to delete all but three apps on your phone, which ones would you? Which ones would you keep? Like that's a good question. I guess if I was, I mean, but you like, know me, it's not you, as good a question for me because like, there's, only, there's only three things you can have. Is messaging an app? Yeah, every everything that you click on your phone is an app. Like so, you can only have three of them. I want a text message. Okay, that's one. That's an easy one. I want internet. <laughs> Do you like Safari? So you want so you want you want text Google, messages whatever Safari? that platform is. Yeah, I want a internet. I want the World Wide Web at my fingertips. Yep. Um, I I the way that you're looking at me makes me feel like well, I'm I, gonna miss something key. I think I I think I figured out the like the I figured out like how you can like get around all this. Okay. So I definitely want a text message. I definitely want the internet capabilities. And then what do I want? That's you good. tell me what your face is saying. What would you pick? I'm, I want you to do your three. And then well, I'll I know, three. but like, just let me not have my third. Um, well, throw I, me that I bone. don't need text messaging because I can. Why would you not need text messaging? Because I could use Instagram for my messaging. Like anyone I want to text, I could just message them in Instagram. That's true. Literally today, guess what happened? I was Instagram 
messaging someone and I took it offline and went to text. Like I need, like I was like, why are we Instagramming about this? Like I should text, but I guess if we only had, if we Instagram, it could do all of it. Yeah, absolutely. And like, if I was like, well, I deleted my text app, so I can't, I have to text you here. I got to get you through the IG. Like people would, but then you're dependent on Instagram. Well, but like I need Instagram. Either because, way is you're dependent. So like that, that's my texting and okay. social media right there. Um, the next thing I would want is I gotta have a video, like a screen, a streaming app. And so I, on your phone. Yeah. I love watching movies or TV shows on night. your phone on, on my phone. Yeah. When are you watching movies on your phone? When I'm going to bed. I, I guess I technically would say I'll just keep Safari. Sorry, because that seems, I guess, too judging be, for you. Because but. like technically you can access all the apps that you need through safari so mm. i'm keeping instagram and safari and then last one i'd probably keep is probably a game <laughs> and it's a game i always play what do you play i play a game called tune blast what is it it's a match three game it's just like you match you it's just like you the tune blast okay what are your three apps no what like you don't be a loser and pick two naps. What's your other app in replacement of that? I would have to keep my podcast app. Oh, you listen to podcasts? I listen to podcasts. I probably <laughs> listen to podcasts more than the average person. You would say it's the way I, you know. I think that's actually I a good learned. question. How many podcasts do you listen to? I don't know, a dozen or so. Well, people always ask, what I always ask people is what they listen to on podcasts. Yeah. I mean, I listen to my shows. Like, I listen to Smartless. I listen to Dax. I listen to WTF. I have a new one. What do you listen to? I've been listening to Sibling Revelry. You have? I have. It's Kate Hudson and her brother Oliver Hudson. Mm. They are a fucking mess. They are a mess. They are a mess. But the funny thing is, when you listen to their podcast... Is they are very unlikable. Like they're the hosts, supposedly. They're the hosts, and they're, but they're hosting celebrity siblings. So they're like, we're siblings. Let's talk to other siblings. And they're famous, right? So they have had, like, but they get really great people. They they get Billy Crudup and his brother, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, really? Billy Crudup and his brother? Billy Crudup and his brother. Matthew and Rooster McConaughey, Dakota and Elle Fanning, Zoe and... No way! um, Emily Deschanel. Like, they get star-studded people because they're stars. Right, because their parents are... One of them. Because their parents are called the Oliver Oliver Hudson is not a star. Ollie's a mess. Like, that guy has to be the most, like, biggest mess in the world. He's a mess. Oh, no. But you see it in the podcast. I mean... So, I've listened... Have you listened to any of them? Yes. I listened to multiple of them. I also listened to his other podcast he does with... The Daddy Issues. With Joe Buck. Daddy Issues. Yeah. And that's a mess. I couldn't listen to it. That guy is a... He is a guy who's literally this, like, begging for celebritum. Like nobody, yeah, that's a good way like, to put it. Nobody knows who he is, but he does a podcast but with no people know him. His sister, and then he does a podcast with Joe Buck, and everyone knows who Joe Buck is, and he, everyone knows who Kay Hudson is. And, but nobody know who's knows who Oliver Hudson is. I do. Well, now we do. 
Yeah, he's a mess. So um, I've been listening. I've listened to a couple episodes of it, and it's really good while I run. And um, but the, the money maker is their guests. They are fucking terrible. They're so unlikable. Like literally, of just like they're so entitled. They're so they have no concept of the real world. They, and, they really don't. And but like. You don't even hate it because you're just like, okay, like you wouldn't expect anything more. Why would they? Like, why would they know? I mean, it's like, why would we know the world they grew up in? They don't know the world we grew up in. That's right. fine. I don't hate that at all. It's just so funny to like listen to them. It's like, you're terrible. Like, don't act like you're different than that. Like, so it's really funny. One of the things I, when I listen to that show is like, I wonder how much that show is edited. Oh, heavily. Like. Heavily. Because like, as a, as a producer of a of podcast, like. He says terrible things. Like, that show has to be like, oh my God, we can't add, we can't use that because Oliver said something really stupid. Today. And she's fucking dumb too. Yeah. I mean, Kate is just as bad. Like. <laughs> I but mean, I love that show. <laughs> I would recommend it to anyone. The the Matthew McConaughey and Rooster episode is amazing. No, I've listened to Dakota and Elle. Yeah. Matthew and Rooster and then today Zoe. That is that new? Zoe and Emily. But they were boring because the, apparently Zoe and Emily De Chanel also grew up very rich in the Palisades. Their parents were in the biz. Yeah, of course. Well, I didn't know that. I knew, yeah. Her dad's like a director. But Zoe Deschanel has been like her little vintage style since middle school. Like, she's literally (laughs) been busting that out. Like, and like, Kate was like, So you've been wearing that costume since eighth grade? (laughs) And like, she's like, Correct. (laughs) It was a very. I love, I, I do love Zoe Deschanel. It was very weird. Um, that's interesting. I mean, so I recommend that podcast because it's fun. It's a fun show, but it's also they're they're very hateable. Yeah. Do you have any other deep cuts of sh- shows you listen to? No, I don't have any other deep cuts. Okay, that's a deep cut because like I feel like that's not like a real show people listen to. I can't imagine that show gets more than like a couple thousand listens per week. Like same as ours, pretty much. Probably. Yeah. Oh, Kate Hudson calls Kurt Russell paw, which I find very disconcerting. Okay, when they were talking, very cabin in the woodsy. When I was listening to the the fanning episode with Ellen Dakota, like they kept on saying paw, and I'm like, who in the hell are they talking about? Oh my god, catch up! And I'm like, they kept on saying paw, like paw, like paw, like why are you calling this person paw? I'm like, oh my gosh, you're talking about Kurt Russell. Is this real that you didn't know? I didn't know who they're talking about. I feel like this is a really good like example of your life. Just like yours is always a step behind. I'm not a step behind. Did you know they called him paw? Thousand percent, I knew what they were talking about the whole time. Why? Because I'm a human. You knew that they called Kurt Russell paw. Because the w- the context and the way that she said it, I would know that she ca- was talking about Kurt Russell. Okay. The fact that you were literally like mind blown about that is weird. What do you think? When you think of Kate Hudson, what movie her. do you think of? I hate her. Uh, um, How to the Guy in 10 Days. Okay. But I really dislike her. I'll just tell you Why that. do you dislike her? I She's very flighty. You don't like people that are flighty? I don't like a flighty. Mm. She's whimsical. I think she's whimsical. I think she's flighty. Why are you like a whimsical person? I think she's had like 
four kids mm-hmm. by four different guys and the world thinks that's cute before you said all that i was gonna say you're basically describing our daughter but my obviously ivy hasn't had four kids by four different no, fathers i don't think she comes i don't think she has anything to offer me okay do you like her no i don't like her i just like i want to know why you don't like her and i want to know but i wanted to know like what do you recognize her as Okay, yeah, I do not recognize her for having a great craft of acting. Okay. I don't know. I don't care about her. I just think, I think her persona is too flighty for me. Okay. And you know I don't like that about a person. That's fair. I mean, I and I don't really like Oliver Hudson that much because I think he's kind of a dick. So. Yeah, I like that in a person. Okay. Exhibit A, my husband. Perfect. Like, I like. I was literally talking about something the other day. You know I was what? Like, it, it sounds like Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson sound a lot like Lincoln Ivy. <laughs> Totes. Uh, I've always said like when I listened to Dakota and Elle Fanning show, like I was just thinking like they got into acting at a very young age, and they were like they went to like acting camps like when they were really young. And I was like, oh, I would like to get Lincoln to that. And I was the whole time I was thinking is just like. Link would go to acting. He would be the kid that goes to acting camp. And then his sister would follow along. And Link's really in the acting. But then Ivy would be at the acting camp with him. And Ivy would be the one to get the note, the recognition. I'm nodding very hard right now because <laughs> we have never talked about this. But I 1,000% think this is Because like, Link wants the like, stardom and he wants to be... But Ivy has it. But Ivy has it. Like Ivy would be she the star. Just sings, she, she just sings. She's just natural and he's trying so he's hard. He's trying so hard. Like That's exactly who Oliver Hudson is. He like wants to be a star so bad, but he can't be. And his sister is this... That is actually not true from my history of them, but... I made me wonder about Scarlett Johansson has a twin brother. Oh, that's so that's interesting. And of course, we don't know anything about his history. Yeah. But I have thought about that before. It's like I wonder if he was interested in the business mm. and she came into it and he didn't because that is definitely we have we have literally never talked about this, but I think that's how I think about Lincoln Ivy of just like she just is natural at it. Yeah. Like, she just will steal the spotlight. She ha- she loves like, to sing. And he just, bah, 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 and she's like, bah, 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 bah. like, we're a little bit, we're, we're, <clears throat> we will literally, literally be sitting in, in the car and playing a song, and Ivy is perfectly singing along to all of it, like Hamilton. But quietly. But quietly. But Link, meanwhile, is like, singing along to it but like ah, not, not knowing the words at all but like still like overacting and being like annoying about it and i love him about that but ivy's literally like being quiet and be like i know all the words i'm singing them and she just has that like she has that quality oh i do have a song oh, i want to keep in, i want to keep a tradition of my favorite christmas songs <gasps> for this holiday it's still season. The christmas season yeah perfect I don't know if you know the song at all. Oh, it's one of my. I guess it's one of my favorite. Oh, I have a lot of hope. It's one of my favorite Bing Crosby songs. Oh, okay, go. And it's a, but it's a really good Christmas song. And it's a place that I'd really like to be right now. Mm-hmm. I hope it is. What I think. 
Melikimiki Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from a land where the palm trees sway. Here we know the Christmas yes. will be green and bright. <laughs> the sun and shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikimikimaka is the wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. That's like that's literally my one of my favorite Christmas songs. So, okay, so do you know Feliz Navidad? Oh yeah, of course. So the kids. Heard I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Navidad. <laughs> the kids are like. Why do they keep saying that on their radio? And I'm like, <laughs> do you know what it means? And they're like, yeah, Merry Christmas in Spanish. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. But you know what Merry Christmas in Hawaiian is? Do it again. Mele kimike maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the hot. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Picture Moana. Then here we know the Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Malekamiki Maka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. Night night. This podcast was produced and edited by Speak Spokane.